this uh, Tuesday, I'm asking you for your prayers. Because for the first time, the four parishes in the realigning resources for mission, all our pastors are going to meet together for the first time to try and work out how this will work with Father George Puthan Pedica at uh, St. Peter, Eton Rapids, Father Vince Richardson, Crystal Ray, Father Jim Rolf, the new pastor at uh, Immaculate Heart of Mary in Lansing, and myself, the four of us. So it's I think historical that it's a new beginning for all of us and trying to work together. And I'm glad they chose these young men to be our moderator, Father Jim Rolf at IHM. He can do all the running around <laughs> for us. And it's important to realize why we have to work this way. Because the church has come to realize that we can no longer operate as before, like we used to. This is a new era we are at. Acts 29, which is a new group investigating you know, how to approach this new church model. The Acts of the Apostles, just 28 chapters. They have created this new chapter, 29, Acts 29. And they have come up with this realization that for the last 1500 years, the church in the West has operated under what might be called a Christendom, culture mode, a Christendom culture mode. By this is meant that the church was preaching and living in societies where Christianity had fertilized the soul, the soil from which the basic and living in societies, from which the basic assumptions of life, the narrative of the human dreams, and its corresponding moral order were prominent and for the most part accepted. So the last 1500 years, the church has been operating on this Christendom culture mode. But today, it's a totally different picture. Pope Francis, on his recent trip to Canada, he made this very important comment. He says, today, there are any number of ideological colonizations that clash with the reality of life. 
stifle the natural attachment of peoples to their values and attempt to uproot their traditions, their history, and their religious ties. He tied this kind of colonization to what he called cancel culture. And this is where we are at today. That the society we are living in are trying to cancel the culture, the Christendom culture that we're so used to. Now we have to change our approach. We have to take on the apostolic mode, the apostolic culture, the Acts chapter 29. We have to continue to go back to that model where the church sees itself on mission against pagan cultures, against pagan ideologies. And this is what we are facing today, right here in our society. And we need to change. If we do not change, we will just die. And this is the reality. This is part of the reason why we are realigning our resources for mission. That every one of us needs to realize that whether you are young or old, a teenager, a young adult, a senior, we are all called to become missionary disciples of the Lord today. And we need to speak out together against a culture that's anti-Christian, anti-Catholic especially. So this is where we are at today. The readings today challenges us. Where are we in our journey of faith? St. Paul, he says it very well. Put to death then the parts of you that are earthly, immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, greed that is idolatry. Greed, Jesus uses this word too in the gospel today about this rich man. Jesus calls him a fool because he's tied up with all his possessions. He becomes the idol. He worships himself as the idol. He forgets about sharing with others. It's all about me. And this is the challenge for you and me. 
The first reading today <laughs> from Ecclesiastes, vanity of vanities, all things are vanity, all things are empty. Ecclesiastes, many of these sayings, they come from King Solomon. King Solomon, he was the wisest man God created ever on earth. The wisest of all ages. He was the wisest man. He had great wealth, silver, gold. He can do whatever he wants. He has power, he has wealth, he has wisdom. He's got all kinds of servants with him. But what he did accomplish in the end? Greed. Greed. Everything was for himself. And at the end of his life, his life was just full of regrets because he lost God, he lost everything at the end. And that is why the book of Ecclesiastes is probably the only gift that King Solomon left with us, is a book of regrets, regretting everything that he should have done. With the wisdom that he had, all kings of the earth were coming to him for wisdom. But what did he give them? Only King Solomon. He never led them to God. All the wealth that he had, he could have built many churches all around the world. But everything was for his own pleasure. He had over 300 wives because he was not satisfied with whatever he had. He can do whatever he wanted. All the wealth that he had, he could create choirs, orchestras to glorify God. But he entertained himself all his life and that is why at the end he realized the greed that led him to so much regrets what about you and me today are we just for our possessions today if you win the lottery <laughs> Do you think you'll be happy? Last Wednesday, in the gospel, Jesus is talking about a parable that the kingdom of God is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And when he finds the pearl of great price, he sells everything to buy 
this pearl of great price. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is your pearl of great price. When you have Jesus, you have everything. More than anything that money can buy. When you have Jesus in your life, everything changes. When you have Jesus in your life, you wake up in the morning glorifying God, grateful that God has given you another day, given you a heartbeat that keeps pumping, you breathing the air that God gives you as a gift. Your life will be full of blessings. You'll come to realize that everything you have is a blessing from God, not for yourself, but to glorify God and to share this with one another, especially the poor, the needy in our midst. This is the attitude that we have when Jesus becomes our pearl of great price because we realize that there is nothing else needed when we have Jesus. Everything is for God, everything is for others. And that is why these realigning resources for mission challenges us. We can no longer just be as we are. We have to become missionary-minded. We have to become a follower of Jesus, where Jesus is everything for us. We follow Jesus. We love Jesus. And most of all, we see Jesus in one another. We recognize the presence of God in each other. I was at a funeral yesterday in Lansing. A woman I've never met, not even Catholic, 48 years old, died of cancer. They were looking for a priest to do the service. So someone knew me and suggested my name. And I, I, I went. And the songs they were chosen, Halo by Beyonce. As You Are by Bruno Mars. But at the eulogy, I, I asked some friends of her, hers to share memories. And one thing that they all said, that this woman helped make their lives better. For 48 years, she had made the life of her husband, her only child, and the friends 
become a better person. I said, wow. That is all that we are called to be. To recognize God's presence in each person. To love them as they are. To love people as they are. Whoever you are. God loves you. Even as sinners. Jesus died on the cross for us. Even while we are sinners. This is how much God loves us. But are we in love with this God? Is Jesus really the pearl of great price that we long for, that we desire? Let us learn from King Solomon. Let us not look at greed and make ourselves another God becoming idolatrous let us pray that at the end of our lives we have no regrets only gratitude and thanksgiving to God for everything that God has blessed us with no regrets just blessings and a spirit of gratitude The psalm today reminds us our lives are so short. If we die tomorrow, will you die filled with regrets or will you die grateful for everything God has blessed you with? Let us pray that we may choose Jesus to be the pearl of great price, to be nourished by his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And as we consume his body and blood, that we recognize this in one another. And let's go, love each other, change the world, change our environment, change our society with the power of God's love in each one of us. God bless you.